The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. It's a Moneyline Monday presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. And right now, everyone on the DraftKings Sportsbook app can get boosted winnings with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays with DraftKings' biggest payouts ever. So why bet on the NBA anywhere else? Bet on the Pistons or your favorite NBA team throughout the season. And right now, get that stepped-up same-game parlay boost up to 100%. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and always use that promo code HUGE when you sign up. It is a Moneyline Monday. Presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the huge show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the huge show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, let's go to the Auto Value Bumper-to-Bumper Parts Studio with the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It is a Money Line Monday with a lot to talk about. And what a great weekend in sports. Really, outside of the Pistons, it was almost the perfect sports weekend beginning Friday night with all the high school football playoff action, games on Saturday. I want to give a shout-out to Grand Rapids West Catholic. They looked awesome. And also Jake Radlinski, who has battled back through cancer, and he is holding on extra points for the Falcons of West Catholic, and they have advanced to take on Lance. Catholic Central in the high school playoffs. An incredible story of courage, perseverance, and also support from the Grand Rapids West Catholic football program, school, parents, and the west side of GR. And I was there, and I saw Jake before the game when the Falcons were doing their team walk into their newly renovated stadium. And then Jake came up to me afterwards, and folks, I'm doing everything I can not to get emotional because this kid has inspired me and so many others. And he's put life in perspective. And when we talk about this weekend throughout this broadcast today, like I said, from high school playoffs to Michigan State's unexpected huge win at Illinois to Michigan being that second-half powerhouse they've been all season long, uh, how about the Lions and that defense showing up? Offense still has their issues, but eight red zone trips for Aaron Rodgers and they get one touchdown. I know I've been on Aaron Glenn. I've been on that defense. I've been on Campbell for underachieving, but at least they delivered an inspired performance. It wasn't pretty, but it's a W in the NFL, and that's what counts. So we'll get to that. And so much more. Uh, I mean, the Wings, what they're doing right now uh, with Stevie Y is phenomenal. But I'm telling you, the Jake Radlinski story uh, puts life in perspective. It really does. It's helped me as a father. It's helped me as a person. And we've all been touched by these stories of kids, teenagers, 
as much as we want to rip this generation, uh, the inspiration of Jake Radlinski, uh, man, uh, it started last May, uh, a great three-sport athlete, fantastic person, a better person off the field, off the court, off the track. And to be there Saturday uh, with his mother and his father, and his family, and his friends, and his teammates, parents, at that Grand Rapids West Catholic tailgate uh, to watch West Catholic go to work. And Timmy Klaska, who is one of the best high school running backs in the state, I think he's leaning towards going to Air Force. And just that team. And they're, they're, when you have leadership and a coaching staff that knows what they're doing, but also every time you score, and they scored a ton, I think close to 50 against Constantine on Saturday. And Jake Radlinski is going out there to hold the extra points. And he didn't know if he was gonna live last May. Didn't know if he was gonna live. Again, there are a lot of these stories, unfortunately, across Michigan high schools. But man, I, I will tell you that I'm rooting for Grand Rapids West Catholic. That I'm rooting for Jake Radlinski. And he's done with his chemo. And he's out there. And man, when he found me after the game, and he sent me a note and said, thanks for coming. I said, no, thank you for inspiring so many people and allowing all of us to put sports into perspective. Life into perspective that wasn't just a celebration of west catholic that was a celebration for every single member of that radlinski family for jake and for those who have known him since the day he was born and i was just along for the ride because it makes me appreciate my children the little things that really are big things to embrace and love. That we get a weekend of sports like this and weather that feels like it's borderline summer in Michigan and we're in November. And we don't have to look at Twitter and Facebook and the media and think that this country doesn't have a heart, that this country can't unite. That is the power of sports and the power of never giving up for Jake Radlinski. And I could feel it with his mother and dad that Getty may be an understatement. That they, they knew when they were in that hospital last May and what was going on with Jake that he may not live. And there he is on the field. Been there... I think most of the season. And by the way, he'll need knee surgery after the season. He wears a brace. He hurt his knee at his cottage last summer. So the dude's wearing a brace, just got done with chemo. And he wanted to be a part of it and went out and snapped and practice all summer while he's going to chemo. And some of us think we have problems. Or that our kid did something out of line and we're PO'd. You want to step back and check yourself in life. Just 
follow the story of Jake Radlinski. And I will tell you, man, and I'm doing everything I can uh, not to get super emotional. And I met Jake uh, about 15 months ago when the West Catholic freshmen were playing the Forest Hills Eastern freshman team. And I've known Paul Radlinski and Mark Radlinski, who played at Saginaw Valley State, really one of the better high school quarterbacks Michigan's ever seen. So I, I knew his uncle and his dad and, you know, circles uh, and business uh, with applied imaging, now applied innovation, and that's where Paul works. And, and Mark has his Radco uh, T-shirt uh, company uh, gear and so I ran into Paul 15 months ago, and then I met Jake and his little brother, who's a sophomore at Grand Rapids West Catholic, was playing against my son, Ace. And I started just, you know, talking with Paul and I, uh, you know, talk with Jake. We were talking sports, and he told me what he did. And that was, you know, September of 2021, right? And then I ran into him at a West Catholic district. Uh, where Forest Hills Eastern Basketball is playing West Catholic. I think Unity Christian Ground, it's Catholic Central were there. And talked to him some more about life and what he wants to do. And he was so excited about uh, the 2022 football year. And then that was, what, March, right? And then I got word through following Paul and his wife on Facebook what had happened to Jake. And I asked the family, is there anything I could do? And, and I just, I, I don't know why my heart connected to Jake. Maybe as a father, that's why we feel things. And, man, to be there that past Saturday, or this past Saturday, and to watch him walk by, football uniform, West Catholic does a really cool walk through the tailgate that you'd see a lot of colleges do. And then to watch him go on the field, and I was standing there on the sidelines, that's what life is all about. And you know what? No matter what Grand Rapids West Catholic does the rest of the year, nothing, including that state championship trophy, nothing can surpass that team seeing Jake Radlinski show up to practice, be out there on snaps, wearing a brace, We'll need knee surgery when the season's over and he's done with chemo. Do you beat cancer forever? I don't know. I'm not a doctor. I'm not an oncologist. But I do know that Jake Radlinski is a unique young man. And I can't describe uh, my... My journey from a distance. I'm not there in that Radlinski household. I'm not there with all his friends from Grand Rapids West Catholic or the school, which has been just ultra supportive from their AD to their principal to the entire infrastructure. Because you, you find out what people are about when it hits the fan. You do. Your friends, your family, co-workers, people you thought were friends, whatever it is, you truly find out who stands with you when it hits the fan. And man, that west side of Grand Rapids and what they did to wrap their arms around the Radlinskis 
What an incredible weekend of sports, man. So go Falcons. I will openly cheer for West Catholic. They're not playing my kids' teams. Even if they were, I still might uh, cheer for West Catholic. And Jake Radlinski, huge love to you and your family, man. I just keep it up. That's all I can say, man. Just keep it going. On the way, I will get to an unbelievable win for the Lions that nobody saw coming. We all were thinking Rodgers is going to win it at the end. Michigan in the second half against Rutgers, uh, they look like a national champion. I know it's Rutgers, but it's just the, the swagger. It's what Shiano, the Rutgers coach, talked about. We'll get to that. Uh, Michigan State, Mel Tucker. I'll tell you what, with what they've been through, if they could salvage a bowl appearance, I don't care if it's a quick lane bowl at Ford Field. If they can salvage a bowl appearance, that is one hell of a job by those players and coaches if they can get to a bowl based on what this team has gone through already. And they got options with Indiana and Rutgers to win those two and be bowl eligible. So we'll talk Michigan State, Michigan, the Lions, uh, the Wings. I can't say enough good things about that team being down two zip to the Rangers, coming back to win. Uh, a lot going on on a Moneyline Monday presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. If you want to join in, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. At HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook. All of our social network interaction is presented by the Denver Nuggets G League team, the Grand Rapids Drive. Their first home game at Van Andel Arena is coming up on Thursday night. So get your tickets at the local Ticketmaster outlets, Ticketmaster.com, and the Van Andel Arena box office. I'll be there on Thursday. So join me for the Gold's first game ever inside Van Andel Arena. Moneyline Mondays are presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Always use that promo code HUGE when you sign up after downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app and you'll get all the promo hookups. From Detroit to Petoskey, this show is huge. Get more for your money this week at Meyer. Find savings like 10% off general merchandise apparel and shoes with Emperks. Get $5 off instantly when you buy $40 of holiday decor, trees, lights, or ornaments in the seasonal department. And buy one, get one 50% off when you mix or match select toys from Barbie, Nerf, Hot Wheels, Disney Princess, Coco Melon, and more. Plus, get the same low Meyer prices no matter how you shop, in store or online. Get more for your money at Meyer. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Huge here for the Grand Rapids Gold. They're the Denver Nuggets G League team coached by former NBA All-Star Andre Miller. And they'll be playing their home games in downtown Grand Rapids at Van Andel Arena. And the Gold's home opener in GR will be Thursday night, November 10th. If you need tickets, quick link, follow the Grand Rapids Gold on Twitter, Facebook, or just Google Grand Rapids Gold. Their home opener is on Thursday night, November 10th at Van Andel Arena in downtown GR. Dirty oil can easily wreak havoc on your vehicle's engine, so be sure to change the oil at recommended intervals. And for a motor oil that outperforms conventional and synthetic blends, try Mobile One, the full synthetic motor oil that keeps your engine running like new. Ask for Mobile One at your local Auto Value Auto Parts store. And don't forget to pick up a Wix XP oil filter to complete the job. Because when it comes to oil changes, we've got you covered at Auto Value, where service is the difference. We get it. 
Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news, press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive boys and girls, high school sports, MHSAA.TV. That's MHSAA.TV. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Back on the huge show across Michigan, Superfly Hayes is our executive producer, one of the best in the business. We always originate from the Auto Value Bumper to Bumper Parts Store Studio in downtown Grand Rapids with our flagship station, 96.1 The Game. Our Bud Light huge question of the day, good and bad, you took from the Lions, Michigan, and Michigan State wins over the weekend. We got the trifecta. You can answer... That question, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook. Also opt in on that HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21,000. I'll begin with the good and bad for the Lions. The good, if not great, was that defense. Kirby Joseph, uh, Hutch coming up big. They just played well. Jacobs. They, they played like their season was on the line, and that's what you get from pros. So you wonder, where is that intensity level every week? And there's still questions about Dan Campbell and his staff and what they're doing and not taking the three early or running an empty backfield and not even having the play-action capability. I, I'm not comfortable with Campbell and how he's handling a game and overseeing his staff. I am extremely surprised and impressed by the Lions' defense and what they did on Sunday. And Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, that you know, that relationship probably should have ended over a year ago. Rodgers never should have re-signed with them. You can see he doesn't want to be there. You can see that. And the way he's frustrated, yelling, screaming, it's not a good look for Rodgers. I don't think he's over the hill. I think he's just he buyer's remorse, staying in Green Bay, no receivers. I, how the Packers never threw the bank at Devontae Adams and the connection that he had with Rodgers. And now you look at the Raiders are just a train wreck. And Adams is out there. That was just a bonehead move by the Packers. But you're the Lions. You'll take the W. I don't care about draft position. I don't. If this front office and this coaching staff is playing for draft position, they're not going to be there to start the 2024 season, right? They'll, they'll get maybe one more year. And all I'm, all I'm looking for is something to show me that this team plays inspired, 
and that they get creativity from the coaches. And that really didn't show in a 15-9 game, which if you're a Lions fan like I am, what were we thinking? Even with Rodgers being horrible and no receivers, he was going to score at the end, and they're going to rip our hearts out. That's what all of us were thinking at the end of that game. And now you're, you're, you're on a path here, which Campbell did last year, to show everybody that you have control of this team, that you can, you can get creative, you can do something unique. I think that's really important. And Aaron Glenn stepped up and that defense stepped up and it was the right team to step up against. Is it a one-game aberration? I don't know. Are we going to get excited now because they're going to win four of their last nine and be six and 11 and we're going to talk about their improvement, which we do every year as Lions fans? And we did it last year. We've done it with, you know, Patricia, we did Morningweg. Go down the list. Marinelli, I, it, Schwartz. That you're so beat down after that great start that if they finish with six wins, you're going to talk about the way they improve, just like last year when they were 0-10-1. So to me, this is, this is really about the rest of the year playing quality football with quality coaching, with quality game plans, in-game strategy. That was just a will-to-win game where the Lions knew how important it was to them and to the fans, and you could hear it uh, with the crowd. And I, I just I will not celebrate 6-11 and 11 and say they're going to be better next year because we've done that as Lions fans. I, I think for me to truly buy in, because I'll say this on a, on a Monday. Whenever the Lions win, and I posted this on the Huge Show Facebook and Twitter pages yesterday. Whenever the Lions win, my week is better. My Monday's better. It is. I've never looked at this team like they were set to win the Super Bowl. But I will say, to finish now, I need that 6-3 and three finish from this team. And that's a lot to ask for. Because you're going to get the Vikings again which it killed me to see the Vikings send out the photo and videos of TJ Hawkinson, who's with the team basically for three days, getting one of the game balls. Mm. Yeah, I know the Lions won. I'm not going to downplay that. But when he's an immediate target and designed in a game plan, and he's with the team less than a week, and the Lions can't afford him, and the Lions used him basically one game and targeted him like crazy, it kills me. It bothers me. It does. But I'm going to savor this Lions win. And I don't know if it means they've turned the corner. Turning the corner will be a 6-3 and three finish. Turning the corner will be beating the Jets and the Giants and beating the Bears twice and beating Carolina and finishing uh, where you can look at your final nine, final ten, and say we were six and four. We were seven and three. I don't know if it's in them. I don't. Packers are horrible. Packers are there with the worst teams in the NFL. I, I mean that. You take away Rodgers, that's a winless football team. That is, that's how far the Packers have fallen. So I'll, I'll savor the victory. Weeks are better. Mondays are the, the sun shining and it's even brighter when the Lions win. 
I will take your feedback on the Lions at Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. Remember all of our social network interactions presented by the Denver Nuggets G League team, the Grand Rapids Gold. Did I say drive earlier? I might have. Grand Rapids Gold. Uh, they have their first game inside Van Andel Arena coming up on Thursday night, their home opener. A historic night. Get your tickets now at all Ticketmaster outlets and Ticketmaster.com. I want to move on now to Michigan State. And they were getting 16 and a half on the DraftKings Sportsbook app big board going into that game. I didn't think they had a prayer. I didn't think they'd score the disarray, the tunnel, losing women, I players. And I'll give Mel Tucker and his staff credit that they found a way to hold on. They had some horrible clock management. They had some brutal play calling at the end. They had the missed field goal. But they left Champaign-Urbana with a win. And that win was huge because now it gives the Spartans a chance to be bowl eligible. With going from number 11, you know, a couple games into the season in the country, thinking that they're a legitimate Big Ten East contender, or at least the ability to push Ohio State to where they bottomed out, to on the field, off the field, the tunnel. To win at Illinois, that is a huge victory. And if they beat Rutgers, because I don't think Rutgers is as bad as a record. I really don't. I think their defense is physical. I just, you know, they it's always about the quarterback and maybe about the play calling. But if they can beat, I mean, if, if they can just get a couple more victories, and I don't think they'll win at Penn State, but win the next two, they'll be bowl eligible. So I'll give Mel Tucker and the Spartans some credit there. Michigan uh, had their normal first half, missing wide open receivers, not looking inspired. You're wondering, you know, can they beat Ohio State? And Buckeyes look pathetic. I know the wind and the rain and everything at Northwestern, but they were horrible. I mean that. You know, outside of beating ND, what's their quality win at Penn State? It's still good to win at Penn State, I'll be honest. You win at Penn State, that's a good win. But they looked horrible. They're beatable. And so, uh, you know, it's halftime. I'm at Russ Ortega's. Uh, He always hosts a great Michigan watch party in his man cave slash garage. And I'm like, I don't know if this Michigan team is championship level. And boom, here comes the second half. Here comes the second half and the switch that's flipped at halftime that's been flipped since the start of the Big Ten schedule. Michigan has looked like a national champion. Not just a Big Ten champion, but a national champion in second halves. Home and away. Home and away. Body language, swagger, defense, they turn up the heat, the pressure. I don't know if Harbaugh is doing this like a horse race where you're out early and you're just kind of holding your ground and then you turn it on, coming down the stretch. They're the only team in college football that they haven't been behind or tied in the fourth quarter. I saw that at the Wolverine.com. One of the tweets I shared. Man, uh, the way they're playing in the second half, I'm... Uh, if they can bottle the second half, see that what worries me is that you're going to get 
it won't be Illinois. It won't be Indiana. But Ohio State, you play like that, it could be 28-7 at halftime, and you could be done. That's my only concern if you have that slow start. But is it by design, though? I don't think Harbaugh's holding back. You want to blow people out and have the game over and have them chasing uh, points. But the way they play in the second half and have played in the second halves, plural, all season long, if they can do that in Columbus in the first half, they'll they'll beat the Buckeyes by double digits. You can't let C.J. Stroud get comfortable set in the pocket. You got to get them moving just like Ajabo and Hutchinson did last year. But they're beatable. But I do wonder the slow starts, are they by design? Or whatever Harbaugh and his staff are doing at halftime is magic. And watching Illinois and watching the DVR replay of that game, there's no way Illinois beats Michigan. Michigan would have to give that game away. No way. There's no way Michigan will be 11-0 going into that game. Now the big question is, with just an unbelievable Saturday of college football, I mean, how good was college football on Saturday? So watching Tennessee lose to Georgia, watching Clemson get hammered, not just lose, get hammered by ND. And I think that's why Ohio State stayed at two in the polls, because now their win over ND looks better after ND clobbers Clemson. So I think Clemson is out of the picture for the college football playoff, unless there's just total anarchy. So I'm watching Clemson lose, Tennessee lose, Alabama loses to Brian Kelly. My name is Brian Beauregard Kelly, and I told you the the Tigers of LSU would rise again. I want some sweet tea. And Alabama loses. So I'm sitting there with Russ Ortega and the crew on Saturday night, and I'm thinking, okay, that's good for Michigan. Now the loser of Michigan-Ohio State, I think, gets into the college football playoff. But then I stopped for a minute after LSU won. And on Sunday when I'm looking at the DVR and I'm checking out some of the games and I'm looking at schedules, comparative schedules, because that's going to come into play with the college football playoff committee. If you get that fourth spot looking for a one-loss team that didn't make it to their conference championship, which would be the loser of Michigan-Ohio State and more than likely Tennessee. I'm not sure Tennessee will hold on and win out. But if they do... And let's say Michigan lost to Ohio State. Well, when you look at the resume, Tennessee has a much better resume than Michigan. And those three non-conference games, which we talked about, and not having a big boy game in September could cost Michigan because, hypothetically speaking, looking at the college football playoff, if... You get to that point where Michigan loses 20, you know, 37-34 to the Buckeyes in Columbus. They're 11-1. and They're done. And Tennessee runs the table, and they're 11-1 and and not in the SEC title game because now you'd have to have Georgia lose two for Tennessee to jump them. So that's not going to happen. So now you line up Tennessee versus Michigan. And... I'll say this, being statewide in the state of Michigan, their resume is better. They won like 40-13 at LSU. They beat Alabama. They have more ranked wins. And Michigan's marquee victory would be Penn State at home. 
That's why if you're a Michigan fan, the one thing about Michigan State beating Illinois, you wanted Illinois to win and be highly ranked. That week before they would play Ohio State and Michigan beat them, that would have been big for Michigan. So what I'm looking at with Ohio State-Michigan right now, it's basically a playoff game. I think the winner is in. Even if, I'll say this, so Michigan would beat Ohio State, and God knows who's going to end up winning the West. It still could be Illinois. It really it could. I wouldn't they got to have like a 19-way tie with, you know, I, that is just crazy in the Big Ten West. And by the way, what's happening there will bring the end of the division sooner than later in the Big Ten. So your top two teams are playing in the Big Ten championship game, and that will be dictated by the billions being spent by the TV networks. So if Michigan would beat Ohio State and then turn around and lose in the Big Ten championship game, their body of work for 12 games versus Tennessee would be better because they beat Ohio State. It would. So I think the winner of that Michigan-Ohio State game is a lock regardless of what they do in the Big Ten championship game based on what we witnessed with Clemson, Alabama, and Tennessee all losing uh, last Saturday. So I'll take your thoughts on the good and bad, our Bud Light huge question of the day, good and bad, from the Lions, Michigan, and Michigan State wins. 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. At HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show. On Facebook, opt in on that HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. It is a Moneyline Monday presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Always use that promo code HUGE when you sign up after downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app to get the promo hookups. You can get in on the Monday Night Football action. College basketball now is on the DraftKings uh, big board. You have Michigan and Michigan State. State hosting Northern Arizona, Purdue, Fort Wayne going to Ann Arbor. Uh, you can get in on the action on your favorite teams, Wings, Pistons, and more. Maction Tuesday and Wednesday, NFL on Thursday, college football next Saturday, NFL. Just use the promo code HUGE when you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. When you're signing up, it'll tell you a code to use, H-U-G-E. To the callers online, stick around. Michigan will hear you next. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Football fans can turn a loss into a win with the king of sportsbooks. Hi, this is Matt Shepard. Just place a single first touchdown score or prop bet on any Monday or Thursday pro football game. If your bet loses, you'll receive up to $25 back in free bets. This offer is available all season long. Wager confidently and take your game to the next level with BetMGM. Just log on to your account or download the BetMGM app and sign up today. Then wager on any player to score the first touchdown in any Monday or Thursday pro football game. And if your bet misses, you'll still get up to $25 back in free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Michigan only. This is a new and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued is non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help. Excludes Michigan disassociated persons. 
Huge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan. For the one close to you and to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. It's the $100,000 Buckets of Cash. Every Saturday in November, each week, we're giving away $25,000 in cold, hard cash. Drawings are 7 to 11 p.m., with every winner taking home five grand. Grab Buckets of Cash only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway, reimagined. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Pussifer Live. The Existential Reckoning Tour. November 15th, 7.30, DeVos Performance Hall. Special guest, Nightclub. On sale now at Ticketmaster.com. New album, Existential Reckoning, out now. Let the probing continue. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back live across Michigan on a Moneyline Monday presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Download the app. Always use promo code HUGE when you sign up to get the hookups. That's promo code HUGE after you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Bud Light, huge question of the day, good and bad. From the Lions, Michigan and Michigan State wins over the weekend. I know I do sports talk radio where you need to break things down, but when the teams are winning, it really is a great feeling. You want to join in? 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show. On Facebook, opt in on the HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21,000. All of our social network interactions are presented by the Denver Nuggets G League team. The Grand Rapids Gold, their first home game at Van Andel Arena is Thursday night. $2 beers, $2 dogs, every Thursday night home game. Get your tickets now. And the Van Andel Arena box office, Ticketmaster.com, and the usual ticket outlets. Let's go talk about Michigan football. Clayton Safey is standing by from the Wolverine Com. The Wolverines have announced that they're not showing up to the stadium until the second half of all remaining games. <laughs> That's right. It's been incredible just how good they've been in second wow. half over the last four. Yeah. After the last four games, 100-3, to three, they're outscoring their opponents. They're, I'm telling you that even if you roll back to the second half of Maryland, go, go through every Big Ten game, they look yeah. not only like a Big Ten champion in the second half, or halves, plural, Clayton, they look like a national champion. Yeah, potentially. I mean, they've been good in some of the first halves as well. It's been a few plays here and there that they've given up. If you look at Penn State, they dominated 
that first half, but Penn State had a couple plays. Kind of the same thing with Rutgers. You had the blocked punt. Uh, you know, they had the momentum, but those guys didn't flinch there either. Michigan State, they, you know, didn't quite getting, get going offensively as much as you would have wanted. But, you know, you know, they still looked solid in those first halves, but they just turned on the Jets, it seems like, in the second half. And they have that gear that you're talking about, that national champion contender type of gear, that Big Ten champion contender type of gear. You want to put it together for 60 minutes, but hey, if it means that you you know you have to outscore a team 38 to nothing in the second half, and I know Rutgers isn't very good, but uh, then I think you'll take that too. It's still 52 to 17 win. You look around the country, you look at context. I mean, not every team's bringing it for 60 minutes. There, there are teams in big games uh, like Clemson that you know kind of flop a little bit. So for Michigan to come out a little. You know, less focused against Rutgers in the first half, I think, is, is, is okay. You don't want to see it against Ohio State, and uh, but that's kind of its own beast. I mentioned earlier this hour, Clayton, that I don't know if these slow starts in the first half are by design because what they do after halftime is phenomenal. Coaching, adjustments, speed to the ball, offensive play calling, everything. Uh, special teams go down the list. And I get not being up for a game or being flat because you had Michigan State the week before in Rutgers. But this is a common theme. And is it that they're just going to see where it's at, gauge it, and then they turn everything loose in the second half? What do you think about uh, why the second halves are so different from the first halves? And this has continued in every Big Ten game for Michigan. You bring up a good point. First, I don't think it's by design. Harbaugh said on the radio today that uh, he told his team afterwards, hey, guys, you know, for a guy my age, uh, you know, give me a little warning maybe that that's going to happen beforehand because, uh, you know, it's a little scary as a coach. But you're right. I, I think you bring up a good point because the way this team plays stylistically, and we were talking to Zach Zinter, starting right guard, who's had a fantastic season so far. You know, he, he talked about how they seem to be wearing teams down as the games go on. They feel like their conditioning is at a really high level. They're a physical team, and by the third, fourth quarter, these guys are – wearing down a little bit on the other side. They're able to move guys easier. So I think you're right in that respect where the way Michigan's set up is kind of by design. Um, you know, they don't want to be in those situations where you're down. That was the only, you know, against Rutgers was the first time they were down at halftime all season, but they've been close. They were tied at Indiana. Um, so, yeah, certainly it's been kind of a, a theme a little bit. But, um, yeah, I think it's, it's something where this Michigan team, you know, just kind of plays pretty consistent. And by the third, fourth quarter, the other team can't keep up, especially when they're inferior, like some of these other, uh, you know, opponents, like a, like a Rutgers, for example. So, um, but yeah, they got to get off to a fast start. I will say they have scored touchdowns on I think seven of nine opening drives, so they're starting fast in that respect. Um, it's just kind of more so some of the things in between then and halftime. Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com joining us on the Meyer Guest Line, talking Michigan football. What was the uh, whether it was you or Chris or the Wolverine.com retweeted it, that Michigan has not been tied or trailed in the fourth quarter all season long. Is that correct? Yeah, it's correct. And I think uh, going off of that, thinking back to some of these games as well, I think it's only been once or twice where the opponent has had the ball in the fourth quarter with a chance to either tie or take the lead. So they've been up decisively in these games as well. It's really been the third quarters. I don't have the exact number in front of me, but looked at it a week or two ago and they were outscoring opponents. Uh, they've only allowed six points all year in third quarter. So they've, you know, it's probably close to 200 points now or over that after putting 28 on 
um, Rutgers in the third quarter this past weekend. So they've kind of just come right out of the gate uh, and, and done that. I think it's seven of nine now. Opponents have gone three and out to start third quarters in their first drive. So it's really the defense that's tightened up. And then the offense, you, you know, kind of keeps plugging away and wearing uh, teams down. And that's a hell of a formula. And uh, when you get a lead like that, your pass rush increases. I looked at the number a couple weeks ago. Michigan's pressure rate in the fourth quarter was higher than any team in the country. So they're kind of using that as Doug Karsh, a Michigan radio play-by-play man who does an outstanding job, made the comparison uh, that it's kind of like a closer in baseball. When you get that pass rush going late in the game, it can really shut the door on the other team. All right, Clayton, save it. Good stuff. You can follow everything. Michigan football, University of Michigan Athletics, and Michigan Hoops. They open up their regular season uh, tonight. All that at thewolverine.com. Clayton, uh, we'll talk later in the week. Thanks for having me. All right, Clayton Safey joining us on the Meyer Guest Sign of Meyer. Proud to be longtime partners with University of Michigan Athletics. 24-7, everything you need with the show is available at thehugeshow.net. Big. Bad. Huge.